Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG. Recent advances in DNA sequencing technology and computational resources have made it possible to characterize the human microbiome in ways that were impossible until quite recently. This has opened the door to expansive studies on the causes of disease, the maintenance of women's health, and new understandings of complex biological processes. For this special issue of BJOG, we have compiled cutting-edge original research articles and reviews of various aspects of the urogenital and fetal microbiomes, as well as providing informed commentaries and perspectives on current controversies in this rapidly advancing field. The ultimate goal in presenting these microbiome-related investigations is to help translate research advances into knowledge beneficial to clinicians in their quest to improve women's health. To help clinicians gain a more comprehensive understanding of the value of microbiome-related investigations, a review by Rosenberg and Zilber Rosenberg summarizes the concept that a multicellular organism, along with its microbial partners, called the holobiome, is the basic unit of evolution. They then focus on the unique role that mothers play in perpetuating the holobiome to offspring. Berman and colleagues then provide a primer for non-experts on microbiome analysis describing three approaches that are currently used to characterize the vaginal microbiome, as well as their advantages and limitations. A working knowledge of protocols for the study of microbiomes is becoming essential as articles dealing with this subject are rapidly proliferating. The ability to critically evaluate these studies will enable clinicians to better inform their patients on the validity and utility of various claims made by mass media. Current controversies on whether certain body sites harbor an indigenous microbiome or are normally sterile are addressed. By analyzing human and murine placentas, Cooperman and colleagues conclude that the placenta is normally a sterile site and that prior studies that identified a placental microbiome failed to comprehensively assess the role of microbial contaminants in reagents and buffers. On the other hand, Price and colleague provide convincing evidence for the existence of a urobiome. They challenge the prevailing view that bacteria in urinary tract samples are harbingers of disease. Both articles are accompanied by many commentaries that highlight remaining questions in these studies. Several presentations discuss the potential influence of microbiome alterations on the well-being of newborns. The possible negative influence of prenatal antibiotics on the composition of a newborn's intestinal microbiome is discussed and is followed by a well-balanced mini-commentary. The issue includes two pairs of debate articles dealing with potential consequences of altering the newborn's microbiome. The first questions whether the mode of delivery has long-term consequences for development of a newborn's microbiome. The second debates the costs and benefits to the newborn of universal antibiotic treatment for group B streptococcus infections. Reviews and original articles discuss the contribution of vaginal microbiome composition to endometriosis and susceptibility to bacterial vaginosis and HIV infection. The influence of antibiotic prophylaxis on DNA virus expression in the vagina in women undergoing an in vitro fertilization or its association with outcomes is evaluated in an exploratory study. The significance of microbiome composition on cervical dysplasia and human papillomavirus infection are evaluated in a systematic analysis, while a cutting-edge review discusses the potential influence of microbiome composition on the success of uterine transplantations. Lastly, this issue brings a fresh perspective to the debate over the potential benefits of probiotics for women's genital health. 
we feature an original research article, a systematic review, a commentary, and a mini-commentary on this topic. The take-home message is simply that the ability of non-indigenous bacteria to persist, alter the vaginal microbiome, and alleviate vulvovaginal symptoms remains unclear. The review by Van der Wegert and colleagues clearly delineates the requirements that must be met in future studies for a given probiotic to be deemed beneficial. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.